Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's been a while. We took a little break, uh, a pre-summer break, a pre-spring break. Then there's going to be a spring break. And then there's going to be a summer break. We're, we're actually, Jamal, we're getting like uh, NBA players with load management. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. Very important for, for their mental load, health. Load management, you know, every other every other week. Ah, you know, West Coast spring. You know, but anyway, uh, glad that you or listeners have not taken – load management um but uh you know welcome to another version of bill roden on sports i'm here at a familiar undisclosed location uh just outside of manhattan and uh talking to my friend and uh great co-host great jamal murphy murph what's happening not much bill uh like you said uh a nice break took advantage of that break we had uh uh, was at the Final Four in New Orleans. Uh, you were at the Women's Final Four in Minneapolis, right? Where I where I caught COVID. Oh um, man, mm-hmm. I know that I, I'm stunned. Now I will say that uh, uh, I got a negative test last Sunday, so uh, that was good news. But okay. you know, I realized I had probably been uh, like everybody else, man, just too lax. Yeah. You know, taking play, going to the women's final four, that was probably asking for it. Although you were down in New Orleans, which is like Sodom and Gomorrah. That's like the worst. Yeah, I would have thought, I would have, I mean, who knows what's going on there. Remember, remember I had it in uh, Christmas, you know, so late December. So, you know, supposedly they say you have about six months after having it where it's tough to get. Well, you know, we'll see. But I, you know, I had it, I would, I wore masks on the plane and in the airport and, when I would go into new places, but you're right. You get lax with it. Nobody right. else has it on. You take it off. Right. You know, you don't want to be the only one that people kind of looking at you, particularly <laughs> Louisiana. Right. Yeah, right, people right. You are. But yeah, I'm thinking how it is when you're at these final fours, it's, it's, it's like a Petri dish. It's just yeah. like all these people cry, right? Yelling and screaming. Yeah. So you, you just see the Corona droplets, just all just drenching this, you know, yeah. So, um, and I yeah, think man. people thought it was over also, you know, people thought, oh, we're, we're done with it. Even though we knew it was spiking in Europe, if you're paying attention. So we knew. Well, nobody wants to around. deal with it. Yeah, nobody they wants just, to deal with 
yeah, they just want it to be over. Like right. it was like a bad dream, right? Or like like a Netflix movie, you know that <laughs> a, a eight eight part Netflix movie. Then the shit ends and everything like, is good. With like three seasons, you know. Yeah, three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> then then you know that the hero comes out. By the way, I watched I watched the Batman movie. Mm. Find a lot of my students been talking about the Batman. Uh-huh. So I finally said, all right, man, that that is one advantage of like dealing with the uh, quarantine, you know, yeah. and just seeing how much shit you could binge and re-binge and, and there's rewatch. So much, there's so much stuff to watch now nowadays, I feel like, you know, with all these streaming uh, services, Netflix, Hulu, all this stuff, there's so much to watch now. Yeah, we're, we're actually in the wrong business. We should be creating content outside of this. Maybe we should do a uh, a uh, a series based on uh, a podcast. Two people start a podcast, <laughs> right, right. and the whole drama about the podcast or something, and how to make that uh, like riveting. I'm know? sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to come out soon. We're gonna we're gonna see a show about a podcast coming on coming out pretty soon because there's a lot of people going through that. Well, it should be ours. <laughs> Seriously, let me provide a word from our sponsors before before we get started here. Of course, okay. Rosepod is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm betting on the Los Angeles Dodgers mm. to win the World Series. And uh, I wrote a piece for Anscape. You know, I guess when was the last time we did a podcast, man? There's been so much changing in the world. Uh, when, when, when was our last podcast? I think it was like two, two three, weeks. Yeah, it was three it was weeks. Post, post the Anscape rebrand. Okay, so we've done Anscape's rebrand. Right. And uh, I did a Jackie, my annual Jackie Robinson column. Right. And I was posing the question that since Jackie Robinson, uh, desegregated baseball and he was successful and his success opened the doors for more great black players which happened in each league. Would the same thing happen if you had a superstar black manager? The first superstar black manager sort of like the uh, Tony La Russa or the uh, 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 who's the Yankees manager? Uh, Joe uh, Torrey. Torrey yep. Joe Torrey. Uh, if there was a superstar black manager like that, would that subsequently open the doors for more black managers? Anybody say, oh, okay, all right, well, we got to have, or or black Bill Belichick, you know, right. somebody who won like four or five Super Bowls and was a constant present in the in the conference title game. Right. You know, would, would that, uh, or even in basketball, have like the black Red Arbach? Yeah, you well, know, you know they're they're calling Ty Lue the Black Bill Belichick already because of uh, the, what he's done with with little talent and with the Clippers. Yeah, but he got a, but you got to <laughs> yeah, win. No, well, he does have one with LeBron, remember? So yeah, but if he wins a few with the Clippers, then then he can be on that status. 
Yeah, it's got to be a few. You yeah. just can't be one because then they say, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like my Tomlin won one. Yeah. So what do you think about that? If there was a black superstar manager or coach, do you think it would have the same impact on opening doors that, you know, having black superstar athletes had when, when convincing owners gradually to open the floodgates to where the NBA is now 80% black players and the NFL is like almost 70% black players? You would think so, but you, you the way you know we understand the way racism works. They 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 find a way to prevent it. You know, I mean, it might it might open the doors a little bit, but then there's there's still a force against you. You know that that force isn't going anywhere. So I think I think it would help a little bit, but it wouldn't. I don't think it would help to the extent that we that we would hope. Just like everything else. <laughs> Just like You're right. <laughs> Hope. Well, that's what they say with Dusty. Dusty's very successful. They just they would just keep hiring the same black guy. Right. You know, right. Right. rather than like like with Jackie, it led to um uh you know, man, the brother in the American League, uh Dobie. who became the huh? Dobie. Yeah. Then there Larry Dobie, then there was this, then there was Willie Mays, and there was more, you know, or there was, you know, a couple of black guys in the NFL, the next thing you know. You know, you know, but what they do, in, they just keep hiring the same black coach. You know, it wouldn't lead to like, you know, you know. Yeah, I guess I, I, I actually spoke to Cito Gaston for the story because mm. you know Cito Gaston uh, was the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, and he won back to back World Series. I mean, back to back. He he did. World Series. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Cito Gaston. If you look it up, because people, that's the whole point, the problem. Yeah, is I remember. That, I remember Cito Gaston. I remember him yeah, being Toronto, but they won back to back World. They won back to back World Series championships, and then they went through. They had three seasons where they had losing seasons. They fired him, and he didn't get another job for like eight years wow. until Toronto hired him back. You know, yeah, that, I mean that 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 in itself is amazing. You know, there's a, yeah. there's no world where a white coach wins two championships and doesn't and doesn't get another opportunity well for life in other words you become right. a what do you call it professor emeritus <laughs> you, you become emeritus right you know a manager but no so i was realizing maybe that was just uh wishful wishful thinking I have, so, I, have a, I have a question about the black i've been thinking about the black manager in baseball and because of because of the the racial dynamics now in in baseball where you have so few black players. Is it, should we, can we still, because you can't use that same, the same argument we use in football and basketball where, you know, 80% or 70% of the players on the field are black. So therefore we right. need more black uh, coaches. It's, it's probably a flawed argument, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably, in other words, when, when you, you're, you're right, I'm not sure where you're going with the question, but if, if you're arguing that, you know, we should be having a, a black uh, coach in hockey. Right. Or, but, you know, and the only if your only argument is, well, because we have so many black players in basketball, well, then we should have a comparable number of black coaches. But then what happens if when it shrinks or or you mean there are no competent black baseball managers? So I think you're kind of right. You have to be, have, be careful of arguing that you have to be arguing fair play on his merits, not because the league is 100% black. That's right. almost 
an extreme, right. like it's an extreme form of pointing out blatant racism. Right. Whereas you got in Major League Baseball, you know, Dave Roberts, who's done a great job with the Dodgers, and Dusty Baker has done a great job, period. Right. And there are probably other, you know, young black guys who have played uh, who could probably be very capable managers. Right, and it's it's almost the argument in, re, in reverse. It's almost like, like in in terms of white coaches in other sports, white coaches in football and baseball, where there are so few players, but they but they still make room for them to be managers. Why can't we right. have that in baseball? You know, exactly. why can't we be treated equally as if as the, the way you are in football <laughs> and basketball? You know, why can't we be that way? Yeah, well, they don't play, but they manage like hell. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, we're, just, we're just smart. We don't have to be on the on the on the field. We we know. Well, we don't have to like. And then even that with, with the Latin players, right? You know, there's so many like thirty percent of the in, in major league baseball is Latin, right? And it's not like you have like anything close to that in, in managing. Right. You don't have, you know, you don't even have like fifteen percent Latin right. players, and there's no hue and cry. Right. And I'm not sure if the Latin players are just say, hey, man. Let's just let us collect the money and just leave us alone, you know. Yeah, kind of like let, the black ones. Yeah. So <laughs> you know. I've always wondered, like it just seems like I know uh what's the name got in trouble. Uh who's the the brother who played with the Yankees uh while back? Uh Gary uh, uh Gary Sheffield. Yeah. And he, he got in a lot of hot water because he was talking about that. He said, Man, these guys they don't really want to say anything, they don't want to rock the boat. Right. You know, they just want to collect the money and, you know, and after the season, you know, go go back and live their best lives. They don't they don't want to be talking about, you know, we need more more Latin managers. We need more, you know, um, which they do. I I don't know what the numbers are, uh, but but that's, you know, in in terms of like the the classic football, basketball argument in terms of the the same argument. Yeah, it's the same argument for the for the Latin players now. Exactly. Yeah. I think Alex Corey may be, I'm not sure. I mean, if you look at the manager, I don't know. There's like probably two or three. I, I, have, to maybe, go, I have to look at it. I have to, I'll look at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, maybe we, you know, we, who we should have on the show. Uh, we haven't had him on for a long time. Omar Minaya. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Well, get, get Omar Minaya on the show. Yeah. It's baseball season. We yes. got to, you know, talk about that. Because, you know, I think a lot of times, man, you know, y'all don't bring that shit in. You know, that's your, that's your issue. You know, we're, we're living our best lives, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, anyway, but listen, man, getting back to the script, you know, uh, we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Right. Uh, and um, you would ask me, I told you, we started talking about movies, which we don't really do a lot of that stuff. Uh, but I told you, I, when I was in quarantine, I watched The Batman, mm-hmm. which a lot of my students at Arizona State were talking about. And I spent three hours doing that. And at the end, I'm like, really? It wasn't you know, good. I haven't seen well, it. I don't know. But but you were telling me, we, we flipped to that. Do you ask me, did I see winning time? Right. You got a couple of Lakers. Come on, Bill. And I said, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot. I just look at the advertisement and and, and we look at magic looking like, you know, well, like a buffoon, you know. I mean, well, <laughs> first yeah. of all, the guy, I forget, I should have this guy's name. I feel bad. The person who's playing him is doing a great job. First of all, he look, he looks like him, smiles like him, 
talk like the actors, everybody playing these roles, playing Dr. Buss, playing Riley. Who, who did they get to play Kareem? What's seven foot two? Well, he, I don't think he, he's definitely not seven foot, but they just make him look taller than everybody else. In, in what they do, they get a bunch of like, well, I don't want to say the word. <laughs> I think it's camera. I think it's camera work, you know, camera tricks. You know? <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Did Magic and all of them have to sign off? Sign no out? way. That's what makes it great, Bill. <laughs> we talked about we talked about the last dance. This is it, you know. This is it. I heard. In fact, I, I keep hearing that that the Lakers themselves, like Jeannie Bus, the Bus family, wants to come out with the some kind of documentary telling their side of the story. Magic Johnson wants to come out with his own, uh, you know, documentary or whatever, telling his side of the story. So they're they're after being forced to respond to this. Um, really, you, and you've been on, you know, uh, Jeff Perlman, you've been on his podcast. He, it's based on his book. Huh. His book was called Showtime. They oh, could yeah, not, yeah, yeah, they yeah. could not use Showtime as the name. HBO did not want to call something Showtime because they're, they're, they're one of their competitors right. is Showtime. So they changed the name to Winning Time. It's still based on Perlman's book. And, and I guess that's loosely based on his mm. book. I've heard him in other podcasts, like people have asked him, like, whether he depicted people this way. And he was like, hey, man, you know, they made it into a movie, you know, so they are. Is he getting paid? Did he get money? Yes, he definitely got money from it. No question uh, about it. He's in the credits and everything. Oh, well. So, you know, so at least you another, know. Another white guy on Easy Street. <laughs> <laughs> another resident another resident on Easy Street. <laughs> That's what, it had me thinking, I need to come out with a book like that, like oh, something they, they were going to a TV show into. But, um, <laughs> you know, so. But no, but That's the show I thought was going to happen with forty million dollars slaves. Hey, man, you know, I, come on, man. Carmelo. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. What's up? What's up, Melo? Do something. I mean, that's that's a great. We're going to do dribble and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I mean, but the show. But you is, like it? You like yeah, it? The show is great, man. It's just like, but you know, I that's the the eighties Lakers is the first team I grew up on. Like when it, when I was starting to watch basketball, about like eighty five or so. Um, you know, that was the Lakers and Celtics. I was a huge Laker fan. It was Magic versus Bird. I was all Magic all the way. Uh, Kareem, of course. Jamal, I even remember Jamal Wilkes. He had my name. Like, remember, he, he was actually on our show, one of the first shows. Yeah, we had, we had Jamal on our show. Yeah, that was, so that was great. But, so no, they, they go through the whole thing with uh, Bus buying the team and how they came about. And they're in L.A. and Bus being this wild guy, you know, uh, magic coming into the league they deal with they they deal with all their problems and and all the uh the stereotypes about them and all the rumors about them so really each character is really a caricature like that and people have gotten mad about this because i think they went into this show you know as if it were a documentary so for instance the big <laughs> the big thing was you know they, the way they depicted Jerry West in the first couple episodes was him being <clears> this crazy um you know coming from a rough upbringing and uh you know never having won enough you know did he win it all did he win a championship he did he I think he, he won, won one title right but out of how many chances and how this right. stuck with how it stuck with him and he was just a miserable person he was a miserable coach was not a good coach as he, you know, they, the first, uh, the first uh, episode, he throws his, he throws his championship uh, trophy through the window of his office. Like they just had him going crazy. And then uh, the reaction, particularly amongst white, white, you know, sports people in the business was, they were like, just so mad at the way he was being depicted. Like their hero was being depicted like this. They just couldn't take it. 
You know, it was like, oh, no, I don't like this show because he wasn't like that. Yeah, no, everybody knows Jerry West wasn't like that. He wasn't like that. Um, they, they depicted him as not wanting Magic Johnson. Like he had wanted no parts of drafting Magic Johnson. Wow. But to but he actually admitted that since then. Jerry West has oh, really? admitted that he, that he didn't want Magic at first. So, I mean, there is a lot of truth in it, but I th- they make every character a caricature. So, so you said they, they had Kareem, Kareem being pro-Black with a white girlfriend. Yeah, they have him being pro-Black, reading the Quran, uh, praying, <laughs> uh, but have you know having a white girlfriend. <laughs> you know, right. they, have him, what? they have him being very late, like refusing to do, like he was very like selfish, a very selfish teammate at the beginning, like not wanting to run the sprints and not liking Magic Johnson and not talking to the, any of the team. It was, it's, you got to watch it, man. Because you were, you were there for that too. You were there for those times. You got to tell me, I need you to watch this to tell me what's true and what's not. Well, I wouldn't, you know, Hugh Perlman was, I, you know, I don't know. I just know one of Kareem's girlfriends burned his house down. I don't know if they had that. Really? So maybe that's coming. Yeah, not not intentionally. Oh, okay. uh, But I, I kind of knew her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was she white or yeah. black? She's white. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I didn't know if they were taking liberties with, with him even having a white, white girlfriend he, or not. He definitely had a white girlfriend. Oh, really? Okay. See, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. So there you go. So that wasn't that wasn't fake, you know? Mm. So in fact, Kareem, Kareem actually responded to that. And I believe it was today, you know, he does, he, he, he blogs or, you know, he, he has his own like Substack, right. um, where he, where he writes and he responded to, you know, he, he wrote something this morning and he was responding to people asking him, you know, if he had watched winning time and he said, he finally got around to it. He didn't want to watch it at first, but he finally got around to it. And he basically just slammed it. He was like, he was like, I don't care. He, he basically was like, I don't care what they say about me. I've, and I've heard everything. I'm 75 years old. I've heard everything. Nothing's going to bother me. But, you know, <laughs> they got me in there saying, t- you know, telling a little white kid, fuck you. He was, fuck off. I never did that. He said, I never did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is if, you know, if they put stuff in there like that, like I have this foundation and now people won't want to support my foundation because I told a kid fuck off. So he's like the real ramifications for this kind of stuff they're doing. He also tried to attack the show in general, saying that it wasn't it wasn't uh, that entertaining and that funny. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, Jamal just giving us eight minutes behind the table. I beg I beg to differ, Kareem. A subject of the oh, show, a subject of the we, show, we, cannot really give a true critique right. critique of of the of the show. Right. You know what I mean? We should we, we should did we have we had Kareem on the show, right? We did, we did, we had Kareem on. We have during, during our CBS our time at CBS, yes. we got booted out of CBS. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Kareem would come on and talk to us about the show. He might. He seems a little uh, mad about it. You know? Yeah. And he he also said one of the things he says. You know, they make magic out to be this like. You know, sex fiend, the sex fiend, um, with with uh, and, and that's it. Like they don't, you know, no depth, which is not true. I mean, I think they do. Like I said, everybody's a caricature now. So they take like as Kareem, they make fun of Kareem. They make fun, you know, uh, Magic Johnson. They definitely deal with how he's, you know, he's sleeping with all these women. The last episode, I hate to be a spoiler, but he uh, he he's talking to Cookie. He's trying to convince her to. He's trying to convince her to, you know, to to be with him and he's he's a good guy and all this stuff and then you know they have a intimate moment and then she leaves and then and then her best friend comes out of the shower 
So I get, so I get why. The, if I were them, I wouldn't like this either. Okay, don't get me wrong. If I were any of the characters in this show, I would, I would be pissed. Okay, right. but that doesn't. But if it was true, I'd be pissed. If it were false, I'd be pissed. You know, right. so it doesn't really uh, say that much. But you know, magic. But at least in magic, the problem is it's I true. Mean, the whole thing with age stuff. I mean, it's like. You know, I mean, when there's smoke, there's fire. Unfortunately, <laughs> and, and he admit he has. How many times has he admitted to the right. fact that he got that's he got AIDS because he was sleeping with tons of women? Right. <laughs> so you've already admitted it. So what are you talking about? <laughs> we're just we're just saying here are the tons. Here's the tons. <laughs> we're showing we're showing you the tons. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh man! So now I'm sure when is the ESPN Showtime going to come out with the story of the Bad Boy Pistons or the you know. Everybody's gonna have their like, you know, oh, brother. It's great. I don't though. know, man. But they do. Get... But I'm telling you, they do everybody dirty. That's what make. That's what's fair about the show. But they're not else? just. They're not. What everybody. can they say about Jamal Wilkes? What can well, they nothing, say about you know, him? Nothing much. You know, like some guys that they're. You know, they're just kind of bland characters. Wilkes so far has been that. Um, they're making Michael Cooper out to be because this was. A, you know, it starts in 1979-80, so Michael Cooper was a second year player. They're making him out to be kind of green and trying to, you know, kind of like naive. Um, but they, Riley is funny. Okay. So Riley, remember, remember at the time he was like, he was on, he was a broadcaster. He was like on the broadcast team, right? With Chick Hearn. Right. Right. And they make him out to be basically like some beach bum who needed a job. <laughs> he was like a beach bum, unsure of himself, insecure because he had had a good playing career and he didn't know what to do with his life. He, he, he joins. And then they have Paul Westfall Westhead as like this, Way in over his head, uh, assistant coach at first, and then they show how uh, who was it? The McKinney at the time has a bike accident. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. He had the bike yeah. accident, and then Westhead has to take over, and he's in over his head. And but he brings Riley in because Riley's better with you know personal relationships, and then Riley becomes an assistant, and Riley's basically trying to shake Westhead into the job, you know. So it's it's really fat. It is fascinating, especially I wasn't around at, at for the early stages of that. Just to, and I know, you know, I know it's not gospel, but it's based on truth. And they're just, they're just taking, they're just exaggerating everything. <laughs> what you about know? Norm Nixon? They have Norm Nixon. Oh, I mean, he's one of the, <laughs> Norm Nixon is one of the best characters in the, in the show. He's like, you know, he, he's threat, feels threatened by magic, not just on the court, but off the court with the women. He's, he's threatened by what's going on there. You know, Norm Nixon's son, Devon Nixon, plays him. He plays Norm Nixon in the show. Oh, is that his right? Son. Yeah, his son is playing Norm Nixon. Because, you know, he married Debbie Allen. Wow. And, 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 and uh, they had a daughter who was an actress. Okay. So, his, so, so Norm Nixon's son plays Norm Nixon. Yeah, he plays Norm Nixon. And wow. he's like a funny, he's one of the funniest characters in the, sh in the show, always cracking jokes, uh, trying to, at one moment he's trying to like. Well, so where do you think they get inside shit about, you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from somewhere. It's coming from somewhere. Come. <laughs> it's coming from somewhere. But you talk about magic? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Um, you got Bill. You, you know Bill, you up. have to start. You have to. It's entertaining. It's just hey. I I even watched. I watched Downton Abbey for you. I watched some of that. Oh watched, wait a minute! You you never told me about that. Hey, you never told me my, you my, Downton Abbey. I started watching because I watched. I started watching Gilded Age. On HBO, oh, yeah. which is basically like a spinoff of, of Down to Right, Night. it's the Americanized version of that. Yeah, so I started watching that also with my wife. So, oh, she you made, got, so got, she made, she made, made you me, watch. But she's no, she made me, but she's it's on. So I'm like, oh, let me, you know, I just I, I like Gilded Age. Let me watch this. All right, so I so how how many episodes is it? 
I think we're about six or seven in. This is the first season, and they're about six or seven episodes in so far. But it, it's it's great, man. You know, I mean, as long as as long as you don't take it too personal, and I know you won't. You don't care. You're like you know, as long <laughs> as you don't take it too personally, it's like the people who take who like who don't want to see Jerry West slandered or right. take offense to stuff like well, that. If they did a piece of Muhammad Ali, you know, right, and they right. and they, and and it was not. Right. It was not him talking about the drafts and all that. It was all the other shit. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but they, but they try to. You know, they, they put the other stuff in there. Like Kareem, they, they've, they've had. Like Kareem is upset, but it's not. They're not just. This, it's not all bad with Kareem. There are good scenes with Kareem where he's trying to keep Magic in line, right. and he, he has a great conversation with Magic's father. You know, so it's both ways. But of course, they do. They, it's entertainment, so they're gonna boost it. Like I'm not joking. When every character is a caricature. It's you know Riley, but you they said they didn't. But they didn't. They didn't really screw with Jamal Wilkes. I mean, what could you not say yet. about Jamal? Yeah, not not yet. I mean, he hasn't. All only time we ever see Jamal Wilkes is in the practice scenes and in the locker room scenes. You know, the, Spencer Hayward. Oh, they, they, they 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 screw with him a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh really? Just, I guess the you know the I guess he had a drug issue. He was coming off a right. drug issue. Right. Um, he was he was like an old veteran at the time, which he right. wasn't getting playing time, and he was fighting with the coach. So they're messing with Hayward a little bit. They mess with him. Mm. <laughs> they have some locker room <laughs> funny locker room scenes with Hayward. So oh man, we should yeah, we should get yes. him on because we've talked to him before. Yeah, we should get actually we should get we should get anybody who will come on on right. Right. It, it, you know, you know, Kareem's probably a no. No. <laughs> Magic's probably a no. Yeah, right. Norm Everybody Nixon. Else. Maybe Wilkes. Now, Wilkes. Yeah. Why don't we ask Jamal to come on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he Ask Jamal to come on. Because they're not, they haven't messed with him at all. So I don't, so he might not be upset about it. You know? Right. Right. Except if he comes on, then they'll pull out some, they'll put some <laughs> shit in there. About we were gonna we were gonna spill the beans about this. It's like like with Marcus Allen, they did the Marcus Allen story oh, that him with 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 OJ Simpson's, you know, right, right, white, right, you know, right. Which they've done all this stuff. I mean, OJ. I'm sure Marcus Allen. They have depicted Marcus Allen in some of these OJ uh, movies. So, I mean, you know, it's, oh, brother. but that's the thing. You know, it's just it's, it's entertainment. You know, nobody's saying this is 100% truth, but a lot of it, you can tell it's based on truth. We were around at the time. I was even telling my wife watching the last episode where they were talking, where they were depicting, you know, remember Johnny Most, Chick Hearn, right. the way they were calling the game. They're calling the same game and being homers and, and it was over the top homerism and over the top taking shots at the other team. And I'm like, they're just exaggerating, but they really did this. That's right. really how they called the game. They It really was homers galore and and taking shots and all subtle shots they're just exaggerating it that's all i should wish i could think of this documentary there's some show i was binging and that was a thing uh based almost all all about the truth for the most part but i can't think of it uh but anyway so now we talk about we, let's go from the fiction of the lakers uh you know the real lakers i mean i don't even want to waste any time on no, on, no. on that but um what, what do you thought about the, the, the playoffs? I mean, so far, the story of the playoffs has been uh, Nets in Brooklyn, the great first game, right. uh, overshadowed by, of course, Kyrie. You know, I was thinking, oh, you know, now he's fasting, which I don't want to get on people. I said, it's always something with Kyrie. You know, <laughs> right, it's right. always something with a vaccine. Now it's Ramadan, which, which to all our Muslim brothers, I, I respect it, right. you know, and all that. Because I, I think Jalen Brown is fasting, too, mm. you know. But uh, what was your take on uh, 
Kyrie, you know, he just got fined. Today is Tuesday. He just got fined $50,000 for flipping uh, flipping off the Boston fans. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I have no, this is one time where I, you know, I, I have no problem with Kyrie in terms of how, you know, I don't care if he gives a, some Boston fans the finger, they're, they're screaming and yelling at him, cursing at him the whole game. Um, I'm, I'm, and he's playing well. Like the thing is, he's at least he's playing the games. He's he's playing well. He seems to be in a uh, in a good space in terms of mentally, as far as on the court. Like he's playing really well this year in the games that he's played and has continued. I w- I wondered whether in the playoffs things would change. He's playing at Boston. I wonder whether that would get into his head. Remember, to to me, Kyrie in the past has always been kind of hit or miss in the playoffs. Like he's had great performances, but then he's also had when he was at Boston, he had he he laid an egg. Uh-huh when he when he played with them in the playoffs so I was wondering you never know exactly what you're going to get but he seems to be in that great place uh you know mentally on the court where he's just performing at, at a very high level so that's oh, good yeah, far, great first game yeah great first game and that's a good sign I think um you know except it, the last play of the game the last play of the game he yeah. kind of blew it in that it was Tatum who how do you lose track of Tatum I have no idea yeah. you know because well, I was actually, you know, I, yeah. I was actually pulling for Brooklyn because I it would be nice to see them, particularly for Dur- for Durant's sake. Right. You know, Durant is such a solid uh, a guy, unless he unless HBO does the Kevin Durant story. <laughs> <laughs> right. You never know. You never Let's know. take everybody you think you know. <laughs> but no, I think. But I, I mean, going to I mean talking about the game. You got if you're the Nets, I think you got to be happy with that. I mean, you 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 lost by one point at at Boston. Uh, Durant didn't have a good game. He had he had one of his worst playoff games in recent memory. But uh, what happened if that's because of Boston? I and I just doubt it because I just over the past what four or five years seeing Kevin Durant, you know, I've seen him respond to great defense and all that kind of stuff. Um, he's really kind of he's basically unguardable. You know, he's going to miss shots. I think this was his game where he missed shots. And maybe I do, I'll give Boston credit. They came with the physicality. Maybe he wasn't prepared for it that game, but he's prepared mm-hmm. for it now. You know, so I think he comes in with a different mentality. So, I, and as long as Kyrie keeps playing at that level, I think you got to, you got to like, you got to feel okay with the Nets' chances. It's, it's, it's unfair to Boston really to play a seven seed with that much talent. Yeah, well, it, you know, the, the the tragedy is Ben Simmons because right. I think if, if Ben Simmons was the Ben Simmons, right. I think that there's almost no doubt that Brooklyn might be the favorite. Yeah, you know, I with Ben Simmons, that. Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, right. it's almost like they're a step behind. They're like a season, a season behind. Right, uh, and they're and they're uh, saying you know Simmons actually. It, I mean, I believe it when I see it, but they're saying that he's that they're trying. You know that he. He has a pretty good chance of playing in this series, but he won't be. Obviously, he's not going to be, you know, at peak Ben Simmons. I mean, he hasn't played in over a year, so who right. knows what you get out of it? But maybe, they, maybe all they need to do is play defense. Yeah, and rebound. Yeah. I mean, guy's six ten, you know, so he yeah. does. He adds a lot to them. He adds size, speed, defense. So, you know, yeah, we'll see. They said they had a practice with a guy. He told the guy to film him. And film him dunking. And somebody says, "Now you're dunking." <laughs> and, it, and it was a very weak dunk, by the way. I was like, "Why yeah. do you want to film that? Like, what is yeah. that? You look, you look like your back hurts." To tell you the truth, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, let me, uh, let me let me ask you about Kyrie, though. What do you think about you know, obviously the Boston Garden and 
long history how they treat everybody and how they've treated him and do you have a problem with the way with him like yelling back no no not really i mean i think you know we talk about this whole dynamic of these all these stadiums with all these mostly white fans and all these most these brothers right you know and i that's always a combustible uh combination Uh, and i think it's, uh, it's like a miracle of the nba you have all these stadiums upon stadiums of white fans and all these black players and it's just such a wildest dynamic you know and many of these fans probably this is probably the most contact they've had with black people right in, in their day-to-day lives right and so you know so particularly with somebody like Kyrie who who they feel steps out of line right. you know big time yeah, big time yeah steps out of line and again it's not everybody right at at, at, at TD Bank Stadium, right. but it's, I'm sure it's kind of representative in, in, in a way, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but no, I mean, I think that I, I thought that I went to the garden uh, right in the midst of COVID when there were, when, you know, when there were no fans and all that. And I think I went to the garden the first time uh, they let people, I think it was the Knicks playing Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, last year in the playoffs. Yeah, with Trey Young. And, with Trey Young. And I went. And I was thinking, well, maybe fans, because they were kept out of arenas and all that, maybe all these fans would be kind of humble. And of course, first thing they like, fuck Kyrie. I mean, fuck, <laughs> fuck Trey Young. Yeah. Fuck Trey Young. And, and 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 then you're hitting. I think Trey Young got hit with some water, and then yeah, yeah. Westbrook. So it's something about the fans, uh, you know, that um, there's something there. Maybe that's what we could do. Our, you know our book that makes it into a book. <laughs> Although, are, are they going to make that into a book if you demonize white fans? No are they gonna, is HBO going to make that shit into a movie? No, nah, they'll, they'll pass on that one. They'll pass like on Lynch, like, like compared to like the lynch mob, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a little too much. I don't know. You know? Yeah, people are going to want to watch this. Come on. Yeah, they're not going to watch that. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. We should do a, a, a black a black a black man's view of fan, you know, oh. and Kyrie will be the executive producer. Oh no, yeah. oh no, yeah. No, I mean, and Kyrie said himself, he was like, you know, we're we got these. I mean, he was basically split, explicit in what he was saying. He, he said, you know, they're telling me fuck me, calling me pussy, calling me this that. He was like, but we're supposed to be docile and and that's anything right. like, like he was like he was like forget that it's the playoffs. <laughs> that's what he said. So. And right. so I, I mean, I don't have any problem with him saying if a fan is cursing you out, I'm not going to ask you to do something I wouldn't I wouldn't do. You know, right. I don't know if I, I if I could be that good where some fans are but, cursing but me I, out. I don't I, say anything back. But what about the black players on Boston? You know, right. I mean, they just say, hey, man, they like know, me. They like me. They like me. <laughs> that's that's, exactly <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> As opposed to them saying, listen, this is our brother. This is right. just a game. But you got to step it over the line. You know, I mean, if they if they were calling the n word, the the players would say something. You know what I'm saying? If they, I guess there's a you think so. I th- yeah. I mean, we, I've seen go, it. They, I mean, yeah. you know, I've seen it like in, in Utah. Donovan Mitchell. I think when when Westbrook had that problem in Utah, Donovan Mitchell right. came out. You said told the fans they can't act, act like that. I think I think at that line, but anything below that line, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> right, right. Hey man, this is working for us. Right, you know? right, right. We, we don't want you to make the shot either. <laughs> that's right that's right uh what what do you think about uh so of course when you hear this they'll be in game two um what do you think of the rest of the playoffs uh we've got uh um your boy Jokic 
looks like he's going to be back-to-back MVP. Right. Uh, I'm I'm listening to uh, this radio show, uh, and I'm thinking, you know, the Great White Hope is live and well. And I know they're going to pull out some black guys who voted for him. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like Jason Whitlock or something. Yeah, he definitely did. But, he definitely, uh, he definitely his perennial all star. He might have voted for Luca, but um, no, I, th- I mean, here's the thing with the with the joke, and I was I was talking about this earlier today. If you, it's fair if you look at the pure statistics from the season. You, I mean, Jokic probably is your guy, okay? Because, I mean, the points, rebounds, and assists, and all, even the analytics. They point to him, right? I mean, like you, well, so he's an he's an analytic MVP. Oh, he's so definitely have- he's definitely the analytic MVP, but he's also like the the what they call now counting stats. You know, this is the, the analytics people will try to make you feel bad by saying you you're looking at counting stats, and I'm always like, uh, the the score is a counting stat. That's the most important stat there is is the score of a game. That's a counting stat. So what are you even talking right. about? But so, but if you look at you know. Jokic compared to Embiid, and I would I would have picked Embiid as the MVP, personally. Well, everybody um, would have picked the MVP. Well, well not, obviously everybody did not. It, it really comes down to it, I, when you looked at looked at it, Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic were the top three, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at Embiid and Jokic, similar points. I think Embiid a little more, like thirty to twenty-seven or something like that. Similar rebound, but Jokic is also averaging about nine assists, whereas these other mm-hmm. guys. Are not are not even close to that, right? So him, him statistically, he probably wins that argument. But you know, I mean, it, we it, what happened? Westbrook averages a triple double every year. It doesn't it doesn't translate? He won one MVP, and after that, he started. He kept doing it. They took it away. <laughs> you know, they were like, so, oh, so, so we say, knowing what you know now, is knowing what you know now, with the draft, with the first pick of the NBA draft, mm-hmm. you've got Embiid, Jokic. And and uh, and, uh, and 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 Giannis. Oh. So the first pick in NBA draft, who are you gonna pick? I'm picking Giannis, and I'm one. I'm picking Embiid two, and then in Jokic. I think because when I look at it, when they, you know, Jokic has what has he really done in terms of you know leading his team to like major playoff wins or series wins? He hasn't done that. Um, and people used to get on Giannis about that. You know, Giannis won two MVPs before he won anything, before he won in the playoffs, and people disparaged him for it. So I wonder if that same thing will happen because Jokic is is expected to be the MVP this year. He's expected right. to win the vote. Um, but if you ask me in a game, like if if I had if I picked a person, but you know, if Embiid and Jokic were playing each other, who do I want? I want Embiid. If Giannis right. and Jokic were playing each other, I want Giannis. I mean. That's where it comes down to for me. Right, right. And, and there's no doubt that the whole great white hope plays into that, at least subconsciously, for, for a lot of the voters. And I think it always plays into that. I mean, you know, better or for worse, racism has everything to do with almost everything we do. And I know that if we were on this radio show I'm talking about, you know, you hear them all the time, whether it's, you know, Frank show or, you know, anytime I found when you have a white guy, Mm-hmm. And and you bring up race unless you're one of the appointed callers, black callers, and you kind of know, you know, and you bring it up. Oh, come on, you know how it is. The first thing, oh, come on. Oh, right. Oh, why right. do you always? Have, well, so, you know, so defensive. Oh man, is it be? I, 
it's, uh, can I, I can see Carlos Jorge raise, it's a great way. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're, de you're, de you're definitely getting it. As if, as if it, it doesn't exist. Right. Uh, it's, how it's, many, how many examples do you have to give? Like, it's so crazy. Like, I, it's, it's almost in a playbook. Like you have to deny it. You have to act right. astonished that, that, right. that is being brought up. But even you, even the person acting like that has to admit it's there. But it's almost like don't want to hear it. It's like right. it's almost like you're like, oh, I, how could you say that has nothing to do, nothing to do with it, <laughs> nothing. And then to, sometimes I think if the if the if the, if if the partner's a brother, sometimes a brother almost part of his gig, yeah. the longevity of his gig is to kind of go along with the shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is to say, well, I don't know, you know. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I mean, in, in this case, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I mean, so it's it's there. You know, I mean, you know, you know, you're always gonna hear Jokic is a, is a, is a smart right. player, and and, and Luca, same thing with Luca. Yeah. You know, and again, this is not to say that the, that they're not really good. Yeah, they are really, really good. They, they are really, really good. But they, you know, but it's but it's like Gil Scott Heron had one of his things: uh, "Who pay reparation on my soul?" And there was. One line he said, "You never dig sharing. You always had to have the most, mm. and and that's the same thing. You just—it's not enough just to be really good. You got to be like the greatest of all time, right. and the best of it has to be this Tarzan thing, you know. So that's the only issue. Um, but anyway, but he'll be the MVP. So yeah. uh, and then Golden State. Um, uh, Golden State looks like, you know, again." That that seems to be a team that white people really like too. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, well, people people say you know uh, the the nice light skinned guys, uh, uh, Steph Steph Curry and Clay. I hear, I hear that a lot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And also playing you know team ball. You know. Right. Pat, playing the ball the way it's supposed to be. You know, right. as opposed to yeah. in ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, passing uh, unselfishness. Unselfish play. Yeah. Uh, uh, we love uh, um, uh, uh, Curry. He's so uh, humble. That's yeah, really so well, humble. Even though he, I mean, this guy. I mean, I'm watching him last night. He ain't threes. humble on the court. Now. Yeah, he's hitting threes, shimmy, shimmying, dancing. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if I, if I was an opposing player, I want to punch this dude in the face right now. <laughs> right, yeah. like to throw his ass like in twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so he's not—he's not all that humble, really. It's, well, he's funny. He, well, as, as as Steve Kerr said, he's humble off the court, arrogant <laughs> on the court. Right. So, which, we, which, 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 which we can take with our black athletes. You right, know, right. we like you be arrogant on the court and humble right. off it. Right. You know, right. not like that Kaepernick guy. No, you no, know, no. that no. Kaepernick guy who's you know, come on, Jesus. <laughs> oh, right. Or yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't want you to be that as confident off the court as you are. No, um, we want you to. You know, be confident in the field. You know how many, how much corn can you shop? How many right. bales of hay can you carry? Right. You know, but don't use that strength to burn down my house. You know, right. So, uh, I think the, the, the series I would, I would really want to see. I mean, the and would be the most entertaining to me in a final would be Brooklyn versus Golden State. I mean, that would just be great. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. But what? Yeah. But you know, you got you got Phoenix. I think, which is most people's favorite because they had such a great regular season. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of a machine out there. We didn't even mention Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix is, you know, they play tonight. 
Uh, we're recording this on a, was this Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah. Today's, today's Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Is it? Is it? Yeah, well, hold on for me. Let me let <laughs> Alexa. What day is it? Today is Tuesday. 8th, 19th. Tuesday. It's our Tuesday. Fault. Our fault. <laughs> Today is Tuesday. We're uh, recording this on a Tuesday evening. So you got uh, Phoenix plays New Orleans again. That's a, that's going to be an easy series for them. Um, so I mean, really, you know, you got Phoenix, Golden State in the West. I think most people, and then Memphis has a chance. They also play tonight, and then in the East, you know. I mean, it's a crap. Miami, Milwaukee, nobody, Miami, Boston, and the Nets. I know, I, and I'd say the Nets. If if only there was uh, uh, a healthy uh, a healthy Ben Simmons, mm -hmm. I think that would be. Yeah. Although their supporting cast was pretty good, I mean they 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 put they pushed Boston to the brink. Yeah, and they you kind know, of it, they kind of fleeced they fleeced uh, Philly, I believe, in that in that trade. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I mean, they gave up Harden, who hasn't been, who who has not been. He's not the James Harden that we remember, even pre-pandemic or when he first got to Brooklyn. He hasn't right. even been that guy. Definitely not the Houston guy. Um, you know, I think all the partying and stuff has caught up to him. He just he yeah. looks older. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks, like, he looks older than he is, really. Yeah. And uh, so, and the, and then so you you send him to Philly and you get back uh, Seth Curry, who. Which is he'll be great for, for you. You got Drummond, who's a big man, you know. So you were able to, and then Simmons, even though he's not doing anything for you this year, you got to figure next year. And if you he's signed to a four, you know, four year deal. I mean, to me, that's a fleecing. I would doesn't you know Harden is a free agent after the season. There's no way I'm giving that guy 250 million dollars. And if they right. do, if Maury, you know, the GM Maury does that, I don't know, you know, I don't know. He's supposed to be a genius. I I, I can't see it. Yeah, he'll sign with the Nets, with the Knicks. He'll sign with the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Bros Pod is also brought to you by Credit Karma. Are you paying down old credit card debt? A personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come with fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, won't affect your credit scores, and could save you money. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Sign me up. <laughs> yes, and we are also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. 
It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's a, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Okay. Do we do we get any product? Wouldn't it be great to get product? I think we do. I think if we ask for it, we can get it. Oh. I'll, I'll try that yeah. Athletic Greens. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's healthy. I thought it was a thing for golf to put greens in your backyard. <laughs> you know, to put like, you know. You, you practice uh, your putting. Yeah. And, you you know, you have one of these acres of acreage of the backyard. That'd be nice. Um, hey, listen. So, um, to close things out, um, we got, we got, we, we talked about Jokic is a great white hope. Uh, COVID, mm. you know, we both had our little bouts of COVID. Right. And I got to tell you, you were at the final four. I was at the thing and I'm looking at these games, man. And you see all these games like packed arenas, no mask. And I don't even think now, you know, the airlines, you know, the judge in Florida, of course, Wales, of, of, you know, no rescinded the mass mandate. So we're basically to the Wild West, you know, like people just said, fuck it. You know, this shit is over. They've declared COVID over. Right. And, and you know, I was looking at the numbers uh, a couple of days ago. And and what did stick out to me was the, the percentage of vaccinate the vaccination rate. And, you know, per, you know, in different states, like in New York, for instance, 90 percent of people are vaccinated. So I so I guess that will be one of the differences. I mean, COVID is still here, but there are more people vaccinated. You know, even right. even when you look down south, the the bad numbers are like still like sixty percent. You know, right. vaccinated. So you have more vaccinated people. It's the people who are who have refused to get vaccinated. Kyrie. Yeah, those those are the people that that need to be careful, especially you know the older ones who have any kind of co uh, morbidities. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking of. Um... You know, once they say they dropped the mask man in on planes, yeah, I was like, I don't, man, I don't want to get on a plane with no, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I'll hold off until until uh, this you thing on your own either goes away or they 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 re in, uh, they they put that mask mandate back because you know it was a district judge who who uh, who made that ruling, so you you would assume that that could be overturned also. So hopefully, well, by whom? That, you that's know, true. one thing your boy did is put a bunch of his clones, oh, man. like everywhere, including it's, you know. So yeah, no, it's I don't know, man. It's uh, it I, I'm, I'm contemplating a cross country drive uh, to Arizona, uh, a to teach my last final class of the semester on the, at the end of the month on the 28th. But I also got to get my typewriter I got from there. Mm. So. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be watching. I'll be listening to the NBA play. Maybe while I'm in Phoenix, maybe I'll even go to a game. Yeah, uh, the, triple the, masked. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they're not. I guess these places aren't checking uh, vaccinations anymore. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Remember, they used to give you some degree of confidence. You go to a restaurant and you have to show your vaccination card. Now, I guess they're just saying, "Hey, you don't have to show a shit." Right. You know, just come in and you know. Now I noticed a lot of staff are still wearing masks because right. I guess they're saying 
depending on the type of mask you get, it can give you some some type of protection. Right, and I think I think uh, it's probably smart to wear masks at at these events. Period. Um, if you're going to yeah. be around a whole bunch of people, it's not like it's not like they're banning masks. They're just saying that uh, right. you know you don't have people don't have to right. wear them. So I think if you're, and they make you look like a wear them. Yeah, yeah, and you make you know, but you know now you feel like this fucking outlier. Yeah. If you come in there with your mask and people are kind of like, you know, you rowing, you're raining our parade for, you know, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. No, yeah, it, is, it especially works when, you know, you have friends or people in your circle aren't wearing the mask. And right. You're the only person and you're having this conversation. There's like 10 people and one person is masked. But, you know, you, you know, you, some people don't care. Like, I, you got to be that person that just doesn't care. I know when, I, right. when I was at the Nets game, the playing game, uh, I wore a mask whenever I was walking around the building. If I had to get some food, I'll wear a mask. When I came back in the media seat, which was more spread out, I would take the mask off and feel okay. But um, whenever I'm like in close in a close vicinity with people, I, I throw that mask on. Yeah, well, I don't you, know, man. Were you, think... were you wearing the mask at, uh, in Minneapolis? Well, yes, it was intermittent. Yeah. And, and there were people wearing it. And again, I kind of got you know, careless, you know, you know, you, you go into the game, like, you know, for the semifinal game and, and you're going, and although you were in the media, you could get to meet, but there's the crowds of people. Yes. You know, you could just feel crowds of, and you know, of all those people, some people ha are, are infected. Right. You know? And uh, so I, I, I'm telling myself, I'm going back to uh, early COVID measures where you're always wearing a mask, um, staying away from people for the most part, staying away from crowds, yeah. you know, which is, you know, you know, and I guess some press boxes may be somewhat safe, a little, safer. It's a little better because you, you know how if you're actually in the crowd, you're somebody's like, you know, elbow to elbow with you. Right. You know, at least in the press box, that's probably not the case, but you can space yourself out. Right. So, you know, yeah, man. Well, to tell everybody, um, uh, just be careful. Uh, so I guess since you, you know, you you were raving so much about winning time, I guess I have to put that on my. Yeah, you got to check it out. I put that on my COVID list. You got. I mean, my it. my post COVID list to watch winning time. Not to tell anybody associated with Lakers, I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but let's let's try to get Jamal Jamal Wilkes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Jamal Wilkes, uh, back on the show. See if he can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, maybe he would get Spencer, you know. Yes, yes. We can, and we talk about Spencer has a book out, you know, there's some other, other stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we can have Spencer talk about his book. And yeah, that's great. Thanks, Spencer. But <laughs> what, what about Winnie Ty? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, who you got? Uh, NBA, NBA playoffs. Let's go by the series. Who you got uh, for this Nets Boston series? What do you think happens? Uh, I'd like to see Boston, but I just think. Uh, you mean Brooklyn? I mean, I'd like to see the Nets, but I just think Boston is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, particularly if they if the Nets would have got that first victory, I, I thought that would have that significant. Right. So Boston, uh, you know, uh, Dallas, um, I think that was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, without uh, Dallas and, and Utah, I guess I'll go with Dallas, mm -hmm. particularly since we won't have to hear about Luca. Uh, you know, they'll have to talk about Jalen Brunson or somebody. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
And uh, Golden State, you know, it looks like they're just going to walk all over. Uh, yeah, that's over. Over, over Denver over, and over. the MVP. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee's going to crush Chicago. Yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, Philadelphia's going to, it looks like they're really going to yeah, beat yeah. up on that's over. Uh, Toronto. Uh, what, what do you think would be the best fi- uh, NBA Finals? What, what do you think would be the best NBA Final? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it would be Brooklyn, Golden State. That would be the most, the most uh, entertaining. But I could see if I had to be to play it safe, I would probably say Milwaukee and either Phoenix or Golden State. Yeah, uh, you, you think that Golden State is going to get by Phoenix? I think they have a. I think they have a chance. I mean, to me, it's still you got to see more of Golden State, and you got to see if if Curry can you know can he can he get through this playoffs without getting hurt? Can can Clay get through the playoffs without getting hurt? Can Draymond? Because they all these guys had issues this year. Right. So, but if they are healthy going into a series with with Phoenix, I think they could beat Phoenix. I'm I'm not I'm not so sold on Phoenix. <clears throat> and in fact, if I if there was a Milwaukee Phoenix rematch in the final. I would take Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Phoenix just hasn't convinced people. It's just so funny. People, you know, we're raving about Golden State, and that's what you're talking about Phoenix, right? You know, right. Uh, so we'll see. But the East all of a sudden has really become really this really strong uh, conference. Yeah, you know, it used to be, you know, you know, just a couple short years ago, the East was like zero. Yeah, it was terrible. You know? The West, the West had everybody. Now, right now it changed yeah. yeah so all right well good i mean it good thing from a content standpoint you know that'll take us until june yeah. right till late may june we'll be able to like you know have some diversion yes that, uh, that and winning time yeah yeah that and winning time <laughs> i know unless unless kareem and then find a way to shut it down yeah. <laughs> Like you said, everybody each, each player is doing his own documentary. You know? Right, they're all trying to com- combat it. They want to, they want to tell their story their way. You know, leave out right. all, the, all, leave out anything embarrassing. That's fine. Right. You know? Well, who wants to see that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's why I said, if I were them, I'd be mad too. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess as soon as we finish, what, what time is the first guy? I'll go and watch a couple minutes of, of, oh, of yeah. winning time. But okay. we're it's, it's time for it's time it's game time. It's game time. Yeah, winning, it's worth it, Bill. It's worth it. You'll, especially, you're just starting, so just just be ready to to laugh at uh, Jerry West. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you know at our next uh, when we come back. I'll. Uh, yes, yeah, so I want your I want your uh, critique and review of uh, Winning Time each episode. Okay. Okay. In fact, I should assign that to my class. I should have them watch Winning Time. They're probably yeah, hopefully. In fact, hopefully I'll do that. Watch that. Yeah. In fact, I'll watch that. All right, man. All right. Well, listen. Um, you know, it's always great catching up. And to our loyal listeners, we'll try to be a little more regular. You know, we've already had our, our uh, what do we call it? Our um, uh, spring, uh, spring break. Well, spring break, but um, <laughs> what, what do you say? What, what do players do? Um, oh, the, the load management. Yes. Yeah, yes, we've, yes. we've enjoyed our load management. Now yes. we're going into the playoffs. So, yes. my knees you know, no more. Already. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now take I'll take another five days off, another week off. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, listen, uh, listen, to everybody. Stay safe. It's still, it's still out there. And uh, stay safe. Keep listening. And God bless.
At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.